Okay, everybody, Isaiah chapter 6. Famous chapter. You guys have all read this before, but uh, it's really cool reading it in context with these other chapters. So, it's also oh. really cool if you know the bigger picture is that um, God's glory was shown to Moses. Uh, we saw Solomon yesterday. With all his people. With all his people. Um, it's been a while. <laughs> it's yeah, been a while. It's been years. Um, many kings. Bad uh, ones. Bad ones. Uzziah was not that bad. Uh, and so we see here in the year that King Uzziah dies, a king who's pretty good, uh, Isaiah the prophet, he sees heaven and he sees the glory of God. And I think it's crazy. Remember how yesterday we talked about, you know, the Solomon's temple, how can it hold God? And it's true. Like the train of his robe filled the temple. Not, right. not like it's just. <laughs> yeah. And it's fine. I remember, I remember hearing was for like, like that, that idea of train. It's like. It's like the tassel. Yeah. It's like, you know, like um, when you saw like the princess, whatever, get married. Meghan Markle. Meghan Markle. And it was like, she was wearing this long dress. And then there was like this like satiny veil. And then there's like embroidery on the ending. It's the embroidery on the <laughs> ending. <laughs> and so uh, we see seraphim, which is another word for angels um, with six wings. They're covering their face and their feet, and um, you know that's to show, hey, you, even these holy these things, creatures that don't sin, they cannot behold the glory of God either. And they say, "Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is fill is full of His glory." And Isaiah is instantly understanding something that is apparent to him: crap, I am a sinner, <laughs> right? I don't belong here. I should be dead, right? Right. Um, and it, he understands this because he beholds God's glory. For my eyes have seen the king, the Lord of hosts. Mm-hmm. And this is a guy who has been in the royal court, right? He's lived with kings his whole life, and yet he's seeing the true king and realizing, oh man, I can't do this. And so one of the seraphim, the angels, flew to him, and in his hand he had a burning coal, like a hot, hot stone, and he touched it on his mouth and he's probably burned his mouth yeah so there's a lot of i mean i've seen different uh interpretations, interpretations of what that metaphor is what it's speaking means, to yeah. what the image is speaking to but i think the bible is very clear on ultimately what is important is that your sin is atoned for right and once his sin is atoned for that's uh, when God gives him a commission, um, and these are the famous words we always hear, you know, for missions and stuff like, whom shall I send? Who will go for us? And I said, here I am, send me. But notice, he doesn't get cleansed because he goes. He's cleansed and then he goes. Yes, right? That God asks who will go, right? Mm-hmm. He's not like, who will go? I'll cleanse you if you mm-hmm. if you volunteer. He's saying, no, I'm going to cleanse you because I want to cleanse you. Mm-hmm. And now that you are cleansed to understand that, hey, there's more. Mm-hmm. There's more. Um, <clears throat> but what that more is, a lot of people stop at verse 8. It's like, <laughs> I, I want to go on missions because it's so great. And it's going to be such a wonderful experience. I'm going to put it on my college app. <laughs> no one does that. But, well, actually, no, they do. They do. <laughs> yeah, they do. They shouldn't. Um, but verse 9 through 13, we see what this commission really is. It's, you know... You know, tell the people, hey, y'all aren't going to listen to what um, I say. And that's good because otherwise you'd be healed. And then Isaiah says, how long am I going to say this? And God says, until everything is destroyed. And I think this is what we understand 
he sees the presence of God, the glory of God, realizes he's unworthy, realizes the amazingness of salvation, and now is confronted with what does that mean in my life? How can I not volunteer for God when I have been received this? But when I do go, like, how can I not say the truth? How can I not say what I have seen, right? How can I not say what that truth is? And even, even if it's if, a hard truth. Even if that's a hard truth and even if it means enduring a lot of things. Which the prophets do. Um, but yeah, I, I hope that, you know, revisiting this passage just helps you guys to remember that, hey, like when we see the glory of God, we are shaken, we are moved, we are we should be terrified, and yet God cleanses us. He chooses to cleanse us so that he can send us so that we can go. And the question is, how does that change us? And how does that change how we live and the message that we preach, the way that we live, and many other things. Thanks. <laughs>